you see ferries today so that dogs on leashes and cats in carriers traveling uh, with their owners on the Horseshoe Bay, Departure Bay, uh, Comox, Powell River, and Earl's Cove, Saltry Bay routes will be allowed on the upper outside decks on selected uh, vessels. Uh, they are running a 60-day survey uh, on board for both customers and employees to gain feedback on the new pet policy. So that'll be uh, dogs on leashes and cats and carriers traveling with their owners on the Horseshoe Bay, Departure Bay, Comox, Powell River, and Earl's Cove, Saltry, uh, Saltry Bay routes. It's no surprise considering about 38% of Canadian households today own a cat, while 35% uh, own a dog. Now, we bring this up uh, today because there's a significant debate occurring in the United States uh, in regards to patios uh, in uh, and uh, pets, specifically when it comes to outdoor dining spaces. Uh, nearly half of U.S. states allow canine dining outdoors, but the issue uh, is far from settled, with many diners and restaurants pushing back against the increasing presence of dogs. Um, what is interesting is here in British Columbia in 2020, there was a Victoria resident uh, who uh, took his Wheaton Terrier to uh, a pub uh, called Beagle, of all places, uh, but uh, was learned very quickly that uh, here in British Columbia, the regulations at that time barred live animals from anywhere food is served, uh, for, except for the exception of guide dogs, fish in aquariums, or other animals that a health officer determines will not pose a risk uh, of a health hazard. Now, that has changed. You can take your uh, dog to, uh, obviously, a patio uh, and enjoy the beautiful weather, of course, especially this week. But it also comes down to, of course, behavior of the animal. Joining me now to talk a little bit about pets and patios is Ian Tostson, president and CEO of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association. Good afternoon, Ian. Hi, Jazz. You framed that well. That well, was well said. <laughs> I've tried because there's a story in Associated Press uh, that moved last night that I was reading. It was quite interesting. And this morning, BC Ferries sent us this uh, uh, press release, an uh, interesting number. 54% of millennials view themselves as pet parents. So this is a, a, not just, a, you know, we always loved animals, but I think it's a growing trend. Uh, I'm just curious, um, what has been sort of the feedback from your members in regards to um, uh, patios and pets? You know, it hasn't been an issue, although I think uh, post-pandemic is going to probably, re, uh, you know, come about and uh, more discussion because we all have more pets. Um, so you're right. So in British Columbia, you can take and have, you can, or if you're a restaurant owner, you can have a policy that allows pets to be on your patio. And best to have a policy, you know, make sure there's good signage that say we allow pets making sure that, you know, you isolate the pets, not you know, and keep the pets away from food. Funny enough, some uh, places in, in, uh, in, in I think, in, uh, in Ontario actually offer a dog menu. So there's some incremental opportunities to offer uh, food for your dog. Now, in B.C., they can't eat off of any of the plateware that is, uh, is, is reusable in a restaurant, but those are details. But it really comes down to, ju- uh, to jazz, the, the judgment of the owner as to where and who their customer is. Now, I was just um, getting a haircut this afternoon, and I did a poll of everybody in there, and basically everybody said, yeah, dogs in restaurants or dogs in patios are fine. And then someone said, well, hang on a second now. Maybe not in a fine dining situation, but certainly in a brewery and certainly in a coffee place and a casual restaurant. So I think it's really up to the owner to establish a clear policy, a clear direction, 
you know, and if you feel there's a market for dogs, then then by all means do it. But as you said, not a lot, not everybody likes dogs, and and it's not because they don't like dogs. Some people have had difficulties with dogs, so you really got to be careful. And and of course, there's some places that say our policy because they can do this is that we don't allow dogs mm-hmm. on our patios, and that then becomes one the guests' determination whether they want to go or not. So. And then, of course, you, you nailed it, too, when you said, you know, service dogs are allowed inside. That's a whole different situation. But it, we're talking about patios here. So it's really about does this enhance your business? Does it enhance the guest experience? Um, you know, I talked to somebody today and said, man, we just came back from traveling in California. And we would have been in real trouble because, we were, you know, we, didn't, we couldn't leave our dog in the car. So we would go find places that we had dog-friendly patios. So there's those sort of accommodations that I think that really work well for a lot of people. Yeah, I was reading uh, when I'm uh, mentioning that Associated Press story, uh, uh, there was a, a place in Hilton Head, South Carolina called the Salty Dog Cafe, and they allowed dogs on their patio when they first opened in 1987, but two years later, they banned them. They said too many dogs were barking through meals, fighting, lying in walkways, and stealing <laughs> yeah. hot dogs from kids' plates. Uh, <laughs> so I think they now have, um, uh, they said that if, if, if diners do object, that that, that particular uh, um, establishment points them to a separate dog-friendly deck, uh, yeah. which I think is probably the best way to go. But well, I, I guess it does come to that, doesn't it? I mean, there's going to be own, there will be owners that just don't have well-behaved dogs uh, at the end of the day. We have, we have two golden retrievers that you'd love. I mean, the most lovable things in the whole world. But as soon as they get around food, and it's a characteristic of golden retrievers, uh, they'd be in the kitchen. I mean, <laughs> they would be going <laughs> table to table looking for food and being friendly and doing all that stuff. They're probably not very appropriate, that type of dog. Smaller dogs are fine. Um, I uh, was in a little cafe checking, because you, when you called me this morning, uh, in, in North Vancouver, a little coffee place, and, mm-hmm. and they have a patio. And they say, yeah, people bring the dogs, but they're really respectful because they, when they want to order, they don't, have, uh, they don't have table service in this little patio. And um, they just open the door and hold the dog outside and yell out their order. They bring out the order, and it's great. So, again, it's all dependent. Um, you can get dogs that don't like each other, and I've, we've seen that as dog owners where something just triggers a dog and two dogs don't like each other. They could be the nicest dogs in the whole world, but there's chemistry there that doesn't work. And so, you know, I think, I think as a dog owner, you really have to think, is this something I want to uh, do? Is, is my dog ready for this? Um, somewhere I read, you know, you really have to have a dog that's used to noises, uh, being able to be around food for lengths of time and to be calm. And not all dogs are like that. So, uh, you know, I think this is, again, it's one of those things where you've got to a balance it between, you know, the, a reasonable guest, which I think most people are, and, and, the, and the business uh, operator trying to uh, accommodate and, uh, and also, you know, what's good for their business. Yeah, and you have probably haven't had any difficulty with guide dogs, I would think. They're so well-behaved yeah. and trained. Yeah, that's a really good, you know, and, and no, we haven't, although I will raise this just as a bit of a, you know, so um, we have a duty to accommodate, um, you know, guide dogs and people with disabilities inside the restaurants. There's no question at all about that. Where we have a little bit of an issue is that people try, have tried to game the system a bit by coming and saying, well, this dog, you know, is, is uh, you know, I need it, and they try to do that. It's quite clear the dog isn't isn't a certified trained dog, and uh, we've in fact we've had two incidents of that happen in Victoria recently. We had the restaurants call us and 
and we said, you know, you got to be really diplomatic about that because, you know, it really comes down to not the disability of the person, but it really becomes down to the certification under the circumstance with the dog because if a health officer walks in and to Jazz's restaurant and says, he have a dog in here, you know, have you checked it out and it's not, then you're in a little bit of an issue there. So thankfully it doesn't happen very often. And, and the pressure of people wanting to take dogs inside is certainly less now than the fact they can have dogs outside in patios. Well, this is the week to do it, that's for sure. Ian, thank you so yeah. much. Thanks, Jazz.